have waited for him. Testing one, two, three. We're on. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. <laughs> Everyone in my family like turns into a nutcase this time of year. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him.
All right. Okay. Well, welcome to the Cinecult podcast. Um, this is a my first episode, episode one, uh, test trial. And tonight with me, I have two very special guests. I have Tyler and Rob, a.k.a. Ballsack of the legendary All My Heroes Wear Mask fame. Say hi, yeah, guys. You got the special part right with your other guest. And what do you mean, legendary? What, wait, what's the name of this episode? Is it trial episode or is it, um... I think it's called Ballsack's Mom's a Whore. It, oh, well, God. she's a dead whore. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, God! She's that a Frankenhooker. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, this is going to be just episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here busting balls. I'm not doing it right. Fucking Phantom Menace is going on right now. <laughs> yeah, the Phantom Man ass. Tonight we are talking about Halloween 2018. So yeah. we will start this shit off with. We're only two years too late. Yeah, tw- two years too late. <laughs> let's give our let's give our opinions on this recent movie. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I it's irrelevant because we damn near say it is. I right. think I have pent up aggression over it. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about it. Balsack doesn't drink anymore because he's Christian, but I'm drinking Miller Lite as usual. Christian, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, crackhead? Some things never change over here with Miller Lite. I should own stock in that fucking company by now. I'm surprised you don't. I'm not a rich man, Balsack. I got no stocks and bonds and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you can at least keep a few tabs around. Yes, correct, correct. But no, Cordell, very excited. New podcast. Cinema cult, right? Cinecult. Uh, Cinecult. Okay. God damn, I gotta, I gotta stop drinking so much. <laughs> I mean, we, I could call it cinema cult, but cinecult just, I just felt like that's like just cut it in half. It sounds uh, good. I like it. So, what are you drinking tonight, Tyler? Uh, Miller Lite, the usual. Miller Lite. Oh, <laughs> Miller Lite. What about you, Balsack? Uh, breast milk. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, ate the fuck up, man. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ. Straight from the tap, or is oh, it a yeah. Nice? <laughs> I, I keep a little stockpile. <laughs> uh, was it your wife's or your mom's? All three. <laughs> Wait, between them they only have three boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, no, the, no, the third one's his dad's. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I just about threw up. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, his taste sour. <laughs> he eats a lot of lemon. <laughs> a little salted too. Oh, God. How'd you get milk from a bowl? <laughs> I don't want to know. Keep it on, keep it on the rails, Cordell. Keep it on the rails. I oh, have geez. nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? No. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I am not drinking tonight. I have a Pepsi, so that's about where I'm going tonight. That's I'm fine. too broke we're, for we're alcohol. used to having a third member of a podcast be a pussy and not drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am what I eat. 
Fair enough. You, okay. What are you like? Are you from uh, Planet Melmac? You eat cats too? Like hell? <laughs> oh, jeez, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hell of an impression to pull off. <laughs> I like me some Alf, dog. Oh, fuck. I love that show. You remember whenever me, you, and that other guy, you did that video game podcast for a little <clears> bit? Oh, uh, you mean Clarence number four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just sat there and watched Alf the whole time. <laughs> 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 oh lord you ever talk to that guy oh uh, no i haven't talked to him in quite a while hey cordell you better rein this in oh yes we are reining this in <laughs> uh just just start this off so what have you guys been watching cnn mostly <laughs> keep the political shit oh <laughs> my bad my bad what have you been watching movie or tv wise like well, let television? me go let me go first Okay, you go first. All right, I got this sweet-ass Amityville collection box set, and it has, uh, let me grab it just to make sure I'm not talking out of my ass here. I got it from Vinegar Syndrome. Balsack, you'd love Vinegar Syndrome. They got pornos on there. Nice. They like, they like market and just sleaze and just fucking trash. But this thing has Amityville 4, 5. doesn't have 6, but it has 7 and 8. We got Amityville Horror, The Evil Escapes, Amityville 1992, It's About Time, which is a fucking masterpiece, Ball Snatch. Uh, Amityville, A New Generation, and Amityville Dollhouse. So I watched The Evil Escapes, A New Generation, and Dollhouse the other day. They're okay. A New Generation's a little boring. It's more like a family drama with some horror sprinkled in. A New Generation's pretty well garbage, and Dollhouse is just fucking wild. But this collection here... (laughs) It's called uh, The Cursed Collection. <laughs> and you know how they make these movies, Ballsack? A New Generation yeah. is about a lamp that came out of the Amityville house. And now the house that has the <laughs> lamp is on it. <laughs> and I bet you can guess what 1992, it's about time. It's a clock that was out of the oh, Amityville Jesus house. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh. I, can, I cannot recommend Amityville 1992. It's about time enough. Uh, a new generation. God, I can't even remember. Oh, that one was about the mirror, a mirror from the Amityville house. And then naturally Amityville dollhouse is a dollhouse that looks like the Amityville house that these people give their daughter for her birthday and totally ruin their lives. Can we get the Amityville shitter? Uh, I believe <laughs> like that's coming out to- next year. Uh, they get the toilet from the basement. <laughs> of someone else's room See, and it tries to pull their ass through the hell. I would watch the shit out of that. Every you know, dollhouse kind of made some blood flow oh to my, my wing. Because there's this one scene. It's kind of <laughs> like in Pornhub, you know, where everybody's banging their stepmom. <laughs> well, this stepmom gets totally turned on by her fucking stepson. She's all rubbing her snatch and stuff. It's fucking wild. There you go. That's what I've been watching. <laughs> oh, my That's God. You talking, about, you talking about Amityville. I was at someone's house, and they had... They said it was one of the new Amityville, like, direct-to-videos. And I s- swear to God, this thing, this movie looks so cheap. Like, so shoddily, like, made. Like, when they were, like, showing the devil, it was just someone in a fucking devil costume. Yeah, you might want to steer away from the <laughs> 2000s versions of Amityville. Stick it to was, the 90s. Oh, my God. It was so bad. I was like, I hope you didn't pay nothing for this because you just got ripped off. <laughs> yeah, they got fucked for sure. Hmm. Uh, Ballsack, what have you been watching? I've been playing nothing but Call of Duty Warzone, man. Hmm. Well, shit, why didn't you tell me? No, I ain't got one of those yet. I don't think anybody does. Oh, it's on the way? 
Yeah, as soon as I find one, oh. I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> Call oh. it in production. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see you on PlayStation a lot. Yep, that's about all I've been doing in quarantine. There were a couple times I was going to send you uh, a request, see if you wanted to play some games, but don't know if you got a lot of the games that I do. So all you got to do is get on Warzone. That's a free game from Call of Duty. I do have that. Is that the one with Ronald Reagan in it? No, No, that's Cold War. Oh. No, this is one that they put out. Somebody told me about like earlier this year that was uh, it's massive online. So it's like 150 people on a huge ass map. Oh, fuck. Call of Duty style. But I'd finish 150 or something. I have a couple times. Yeah, it's not hard. Nope. But it's fun. Yeah, I that's all about all I've been doing. Years. Oh, this is the first one I've played in years. And yeah, it, probably I, since me and you stopped playing together. I mean, it's been years. Yeah, I think that was the last time I really played it, other than going on playing like campaign modes for some of them. But I downloaded this, and this is nothing but fun, man. Yeah, I developed a severe MLB The Show <laughs> addiction. I've seen you on there a few times playing Fucking hours upon hours. Yeah. Build up your uh, career. Yeah, it, it, it done and wouldn't piss me off, so I haven't played it in about a month and a half. <laughs> oh boy! Well, basically, the only thing I've been doing is playing, uh, trying a few new games that my brother let me borrow. I uh, just started playing an Assassin's Creed game, and if Which I'm not playing uh, Syndicate, okay, I haven't played that one. I've heard of it. I am only playing that because they see what you then get to turn around and play as Jack the Ripper. Oh. And I really want to go kill some bitches. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Well, we went from <laughs> what you've been watching to who you've been trying to rape and kill. <laughs> um, we should make a game called Serial Killer, where you just go around and breaking into houses and just jerking off on corpses, man. I'd play the shit out of that. Uh, you're on like a scoreboard with like some of the biggest names in the history: Manson, Bundy, Dahmer, and you have to try to up them. Yeah, Tyler Moore next. <laughs> <laughs> and other than he that, fucked I the mean, cat and killed the dog. That's it. <laughs> well, when he broke in, I thought he was going to rape my wife. Turned out he just had his way with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter's all gone. <laughs> oh, that dog got post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, man. So playing video games. I got a couple more movies if you humor me for a minute. Uh, I'm a humor. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I was telling Cordell before we came on here that I've been watching this shit out of Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder. Mm-hmm. And he had a movie on there called Brain Damage. Man, that's a fucking awesome movie. It's like this little slug thing that looks like a dick attaches to you, and he inserts his little thing, shut up, in the back of your head and, like, sprays blue goo on your brain. It's, like, basically giving you your high. So that way, you know, he gets you high, and you got to take him out, and he, like, tries to eat people's brains because that's how he gets food. It's fucking wild. Sounds like what you want to try to do to me at Horror Hound. Pretty well. <laughs> but um, a movie I've been wanting to watch for years was Hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, it has Rowdy Roddy Piper in it. And I believe oh, it was yeah. in the same year as They Live. Joe Bob uh, hosted that as well. Wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but it's entertaining enough and worth a watch. Um, 
Hellraiser 2, once again, Joe Bob hosted it. And the only reason I bring it up, we never did uh, the Hellraiser franchise <laughs> on uh, All My Heroes Were Masks, but I know I've seen all these movies at some point. Uh, the first one, the third one, and of course, the one where they go to space. But Hellraiser 2, I don't remember this movie being so fucking weird. I love 2. I like 2 so, more than I like 1. Right. And I think I kind of agree with you now. I, I, I know I've seen part two, but I was watching and I'm like, I feel like I've never seen this movie before. I don't know if I've always watched it when I was drunk and just don't remember, <laughs> which is kind of strange. You know, somebody that would a explain fucking, a lot. Somebody wait, wait, a what's in your hand right now? My dick and phone. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. And a beer. <laughs> <I got that. laughs> but as somebody who hosted a horror podcast for however long we did it, five, six years, uh, sit there and watch Hellraiser 2 and be like, have I seen this before? But God damn, it's a good ass movie. I love that. <laughs> not, not that I'm telling anybody anything, but um, I guess the last one I'll really mention is I finally watched Victor Crowley once again with Joe Bob, which the episode is <laughs> pretty cool because he brings out uh, Adam Green and Kane Hodder and Felissa Rose and uh, what's his name from Impractical Jokers? Brian King. Quinn. Yeah, Brian Quinn oh, brings them all out and show. talks to them in between the breaks. But Victor Crowley as a movie, it started out really fun. But once they get into the plane, and that's where the bulk of the seems like the majority of the movie takes place, just yeah. kind of boring. There really wasn't a lot of kills. The kills they did have were good, especially the Felissa Rose one with the yeah. cell phone and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I felt like they were. It, it kind of get got dragged out a little bit too. When it got into the plane and everybody was exactly. in the plane, you knew what was going to happen. Everybody was going to start getting picked off, and it was just like, all right. But when's it seemed the like they just one? talked the whole time. I was kind of for a yeah. hatchet movie. It seemed like I had a low body count to me. I could be way off. Maybe the other ones have. Maybe their body counts aren't as high as I remember, but I was kind of disappointed with it. I've only seen they... two of the hatchet movies. Actually, I've only, I saw. I think it was the first one where uh, Crowley grabbed that bitch by the head, pulled her head back, and like basically split it in two. Yeah, was that the first one? Well, and... that could be any of them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they they try to up each one with each uh, and then each the, movie. I saw the second one, and then I would just kind of like quit. But didn't oh even my god, the they're still fun. And I had least. a flashback, Balsack. Oh, a flashback to Hatchet Two, Reverend Zombie. <laughs> At the end of that movie, I've been waiting on motherfucker. I'm like, oh boy, I am not watching Hatchet Five. <laughs> my my mom has been waiting for Hatchet Five because they set it up that there's going to be another one, don't they? Yeah. She, te- she tells me that uh, what Daniel Harris watching the news grabs cocks a shotgun and says, "I'm waiting for you, motherfucker." Yeah, in her extremely terrible Southern accent that goes in and out. Uh, that should be shit-tastic. I hate dissing on Daniel Harris. I love that woman, but oh, I we just did not like her. One of our, we had a title of one of our episodes that wasn't too kind to her, Balsack. Yep, it was uh, Daniel Harris is a cunt. That's the one. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> iTunes let me put that on there. <laughs> what do you mean, let you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the only other what thing I've been watching... watching <laughs> been kind of catching up on all the past 17 seasons of NCIS because season Holy 18 Christ. I love NCIS sounds to me like you need to cancel this horror podcast and do an NCIS podcast because I guarantee you'll be the first one in the game <laughs> sir <laughs> well <laughs> the, thing is, 
<laughs> you know what? I actually considered that, but I, mean, I was like, eh, who really wants to listen to that when they can just go get watch it on Netflix and shit? Or watch it for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they did one about Frasier. Well, Frasier's better than NCIS, I would think. Whoa! I, I, I love Frasier. Like, Goddamn Cordell, every time there's a new show on NBC, that detective is out because his family's inside. It's like, oh, another cop show. Well, that's cool. They haven't done any of those. Or fire shows. <laughs> oh, or- no, it's a... It- it's NCIS Mayberry. Right. Yeah, between that CSI, I just ugh. No thank I mean, you. Give me give me forensic files. I want to see some crime scene photos. I mean, CSI, <laughs> NCIS, you know, these are old shows and I mean I'm surprised NCIS is still going on, but I love Law and Order's been on since before I was born, I think. Yeah, that's been that's been like one of the longest running shows on NBC. God bless them. But other than that, they, I have this uh, app on my PlayStation called Tubi. It's where you watch. I guess it, it, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, no, Tubi. ChristianMangle.com. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd get on there, dude. I bet them Christian girls are wild. Sorry, Courtney. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Christian Mango. I can't even. I wanted to get that, but I was like, no, I'm way too. Unchristian for this More website. of a farmersonly.com guy, right? No. I wonder what they would do if I made a profile that said all hail Satan. Um, I don't know. Probably delete you. <laughs> Worth a test run, though. Uh, <laughs> Please send you. me screenshots. Uh, I'll update you next episode. Okay. <laughs> when on Tubi was looking at their whore selection, and they Tubi got the sounds mania. so dirty. I know, but it's like I, I didn't fucking name it. I was looking at this Tubi one time <laughs> at the back of this peep show. It was. I know it off. sounds like one of Ballsack's websites. <sighs> but no, uh, t- I, I digress. So, yeah. yeah, or booby. Um, Do you have to pay no. for Tubi. Nope, it's free. Okay. They have a bunch of horror on there, a lot of low budget horror, but they got the Maniac Cop movies on now. Nice. They got two and three, but I haven't watched them yet because I want to see the first one first. Well, that's all day, yeah. Yachts do. I'm thinking about actually going as Maniac Cop for Halloween next year. It would fit. His name's Cordell. I know that. That part is I know, awesome. Didn't we talk to you about this like five years ago and told you to watch Maniac Cop and you still <laughs> haven't gotten around to it? <laughs> I there hasn't been a podcast in like five years. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cordell. <laughs> I procrastinate. Like, God, I was going like, to say, I always tell my kids. He'll get to it when he's 50. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what I did want to bring up, though? Something me and Ballsack were kind of texting about a few months back. We were going to come back. Maybe and do a show on Midsummer. Did you ever watch that Ball Snatch? Yeah, I watched it. Do you like it? I thought it was all right. Thought it was long and drug out, but it was. God, right. it, was it was long, but I loved every fucking minute of it. I didn't want it to end. I hear there's like a three-hour director's cut, and I got to get my hands on it. Uh, there wasn't enough tits for me to watch that much. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, did you guys get the Friday the Thirteenth fucking uh, Blu-ray collection? No, but it's on my list. 
It, I want PlayStation 5 it's first. definitely on my bucket list at some point. Um, I just don't got the 156. You just told out. me you bought the Crypt Keeper for $700, and you're telling me you can't buy the fucking Friday box set? <laughs> <laughs> that was my yeah, but that was my Corona money. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I'll tell you what, you guys might have seen my tweet about it, but I watched it on my kids' VR Part Three and 3D. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Oh, no shit. They got they got to they'll let you do that shit in the VR headset? Yeah, you don't even need a 3D TV and it's fucking it, <sighs> You know, you sit there and you watch that maybe you're like, "Okay, that's why that sticks pointed at the camera." There's the obvious ones, but there's a lot of shit in there that poke out at you. Oh, yeah. Well, earlier this year for uh Valentine's Day, we watched My Bloody Valentine in 3D cuz I had the glasses with the Blu-ray. Right. That was kind of cool. Oh, well, and you know you know that that even looks kind of cool with the cardboard glasses, but just mm-hmm. picture it like fucking ten times better. That the, through okay. the VR, it's fucking awesome. Well, I have VR for my PlayStation. Okay, so well, now you're gonna, yeah, you want to sure. go watch it, Ballsack? Yeah, sure. You just reminded me. Uh, that was another thing that I've been watching. I actually just ordered the. Uh, if you say NCIS, no, shut up okay. with that. <laughs> if <laughs> you say porn and don't send it to me. <laughs> No, I just uh, bought the special collector's edition of My Bloody Valentine uh, from 81 that they put out last year from Shout Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, just ordered that and watched it. And I got to say, I like the cleaned up look of it. Well, what and pisses, they did a really me good... pisses me off about that, Cordell's. Now they just put out a steel book that comes with fucking Harry Warden here. My dumbass just bought the Blu-ray last year. I know. I actually, but did you at least go on and, because uh, you can... Uh, order the figure separately. Did you do that? No, I haven't. I dude, I got so many Jasons up there. My next figure, I'm gonna get. I've got the Santa from Silent Night, Deadly Night. I got Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. I got Tom Atkins from Night of the Creeps. I got a few Jasons, a Freddy from Part Three. But my next NECA, I'm gonna get is a Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven Jason, which I think comes out in December. Oh yeah, I want to get that for my mom. She loves the Kane Hodder Jason. Yeah, but yeah, I he did loves go. Her. I did order um, that Harry Warden because I've been waiting for NECA to actually be able to put do Harry Warden. Yeah, it'd be a good one. Cocksuckers would ever send me another stimulus check. I could build a fence and get a fucking Harry Warden action figure. I'll order you one. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll put myself in debt even, <laughs> even more. <laughs> no. No, um, I got enough shit laying around here. Because I actually want to stop buying a bunch of NECA. I have three things from NECA. Right now, I've got a part six, Jason. I have uh, Leatherface from the first Texas Chainsaw, and I got Freddy from part three. And then I got a uh, movie maniacs, Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, my middle <laughs> boy has the uh, Leatherface one. <laughs> wow, this segment shifted from what you've been watching to what the shit I bought. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck have you bought lately? <laughs> No, I got the uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, Jason. I could not pass up having a Roy. I can't find that anywhere. The only Part 5, Jason, I can find is the one from the dream sequence. I actually found the Part 5 NECA at fucking Walmart. What the fuck? Your Walmart's better than mine. Mm, I don't know about that. It's no Target. 
Target for Oh, Yeah, they couldn't tell with your accent. That fine par J. Anytime I see a Target man, I freak out. I feel like a love Oh. Oh. Anyways, what do you want to do? What do you want to do, Cordell? You want to talk about the movie? Yep. I guess we can get into that because, well, do you guys have any, like, fucked up news stories or anything, like, fucking weird you guys want to talk about? Uh, I could say something, but I would alienate half your audience, so no. (laughs) It's on CNN right now. It's on CNN right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's political. Okay, we're going to moving on. Moving on. I got this weird growth on my ass. Oh, my God. I had this huge. Tell us about your growth, Balsack. I wiped it and it went away. You know, like, whenever you pick up your dick ball sack and there's that skin between your balls and the shaft of your penis? It's going to be taint. Well, no, on the front side. Oh, on the front side. Yeah, I had a weird weird lump there for, like, two weeks. Oh, what did I unleash? (laughs) Did you keep squeezing it? Yeah, I did. It finally exploded. Oh, that's Oh. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll give birth in three months. The weird part is, is it keeps coming back every three months. <laughs> Same spot. You might you're, killing the ki- you're killing Jack. the kids. Stop killing the kids. Uh, oh, right, I should have put right. that shit on Dr. Pimple Popper's YouTube channel. I could have oh, been a millionaire. I would unsubscribe from her if I saw that <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, Halloween 2018. Mm. Let's get right into it. Um, let's see. Halloween 2018. I'm kind of like just, like I said, I didn't get Don't admit to it. Week, so, yeah, well, I'm going to admit to it. Don't admit to anything. <laughs> yeah, as you're a Especially lawyer, with us around. I advise you. Uh, directed by David Gordon Green. Mm-hmm. Pollu- pollu- uh, <clears throat> produced, not produced. Uh, God, get your life together. Produced by... Jason Blum and, of course, the fucking Akkads. What's wrong with the Akkads? That man died in a horrible car accident. <laughs> and here you are standing over his grave taking his shit. No, I'm pissing on it. That's terrible. Starring Jim Lee Curtis, Judy Greer. That fucking Judy Greer. Oh, we'll get to her. Andy Met. Maddie Chuck? Maddie Chuck, I believe. I have no idea what the hell you pronounce that name. Will Pat, Will Patton, Haluk Billiner, and Virginia Gardner. Goddamn right, Virginia Gardner. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Music by the one and only John Carpenter and his son. Uh, budget on this was ten to fifteen million, and it grossed around two hundred and fifty-five point five million at the box office. Goddamn. So it's pretty I was good one post. I was so, one of them as well. As I was. Guess the first question I have for you guys was how did you guys feel when you heard uh, that Halloween was coming back to the big screen? Uh, optimistic because, you know, they were going to do away with all the sequels, which, you know, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, 2, 3, and 6. More, more 4 here lately, too. And I can't really shit on five, so to be honest, I kind of like them all, <laughs> except for except for yeah, H- I'm, I'm in the except same boat, for H two O and Resurrection. H two O at the time in like ninety eight, 
Okay, I was kind of a fan of, but uh, to be fair, I was only like 13. So you don't like Buster Rhymes, like Karate Chop and Michael Myers? I don't even think we we need to talk about that one, because if anybody says they like that movie, they're full of shit. But Uh, the the H2O comparison is kind of relevant in this movie, because as that was H2O, you know, this could be H4O. This is 40 years later, so 20 years after Halloween, we get H2O with Jamie Lee Curtis retconning the franchise, and then 20 years after that, we get Jamie Lee Curtis back retconning the franchise, except for instead of saying parts 3, 4, 5, and 6 didn't happen, you know, like in H2O, now only part 1 is the only one that actually happened in this new timeline. So, I mean, I was excited, and by the time we started seeing trailers, uh, it looked good. So I was pumped to go see it. Boss hat? I was excited to go see it just by the trailers. I don't care what they did with the other ones because Terminator kind of did the same thing with Terminator Genesis where they wiped out all the other sequels. So I just feel like everybody's ran out of fucking ideas, and if they got to wipe out sequels to create something over again, I guess. Go with it as long as it's yeah. They pretty well ran. They did the same damn thing again. The, uh, Doc Fate. They 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 had <laughs> they had nowhere to go after Resurrection, and they uh, really had nowhere to go after Halloween Two by Rob Zombie. So I think this right. is the best the best way if you want to keep making Michael Myers movies. This is the best route to take. Uh, yeah. Terminator. That that might be a whole different complex well, thing when you start we will, time is, travel and shit. <laughs> It oh, is, Ter- I plan on talking about Terminator at some point if this podcast takes off. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, all you need here is a guy in a mask out killing people and giving me some kind of stupid reason why he's doing it. Well, they didn't even do that in the first one. What, the first Halloween? Yeah, you had no but, idea why he was out there killing people. Well, he was just out there to kill people. That's what's kind of interesting about this one. And I guess we could probably talk about it as we get into the movie, but kind of the motivation behind Michael Myers and how it really does tie back into the first one. Exactly. I think this movie ties back into almost all of them, which is why they retconned all the rest of them out. I was just Uh making an example that they did it in another fucking series. Might as well do it in this one too, just to get what they need to, but they did it well. So let's talk about it. Has there been, has there been another horror franchise? I feel like I'm going to get shit on for this. That oh, has done. It done. Has there been another horror franchise that has done anything remotely similar to this? Like restarted uh, itself four times. Not uh, that I can think of. I mean, oh, Friday the Thirteenth never redconned itself. I don't think Child's Play ever did. Child's Play just continues on the same storyline. The only thing I can think of is like in Jason Goes to Hell, they tried to make some type of stupid retcon that. Uh, Jason they didn't had anything. They no. they just changed the. Well, they didn't really change. It's just, it, well, that's the same. They thing gave they it an origin Hall- story. That's the same thing they did in Halloween Six and Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street Six. That's just I, called too much stupid backstory. Yeah, I, I guess with Jason goes to hell because you, you just saw Jason was just an ordinary boy who drowned. Then it's like you see the Necronomicon in there, and the producers like, oh, we're trying to show that. Jason's a deadite, and yeah, Jason goes to hell. Was uh, we need to hang on to these rights until we can get Freddy versus Jason made? Oh my gosh, that's a whole that's a whole different conversation right there. Don't be shitting um, on first. You shit on the Akads. Don't you dare shit on Freddy versus Jason. No, I'm talking about Jason goes to hell. Oh yeah, I, I still like it. I like the. Opening. <laughs> it was Jason X. He didn't like. Yeah, I would rather <laughs> watch Friday the Third. 
Jason goes to hell 24 hours straight than watch 15 minutes of Jason X. Let's watch coming. Jason X. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to send you my copy of Jason X from my box set, Ballsack. You can have I, I still too. like Jason X. <laughs> You're retarded. I damn, but I still enjoy it. Okay. Um, I just, when I heard that they were making a new Halloween, um, I was overly happy with about it at first, um, mostly because... Wait, wait, wait. Overly happy as in had to get the lube out, or overly happy as in the dog had to hide in the kitchen? Oh, boy. Uh, overly happy as in I just wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Like, no. everyone, I was like, oh, did you hear? They're making a new Halloween. And yes, I, I have the internet, cocksucker. Get out of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy of mine, Derek. He texts me about everything. Did you hear Slipknot's got a new album coming out? No, I don't have the internet. <laughs> did you hear there's a new Halloween? No, I had no fucking idea. Thanks for texting me, though. <laughs> Uh, but I think the reason why was because, you know, I'm kind of, like I don't know how uh, you feel about it now, uh, Tyler, but I hated Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Well, and, yeah, we've been through this. This 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 yeah. <laughs> this case has been litigated to death, I believe. <laughs> and I was just I rest on your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was just livid at the idea of the legacy of Michael Myers ending on that movie. So well, it wasn't so much that I was just pissed off in the theater. I mean, I was sitting there with my hands in my head, just shaking like, what the fuck is going on now? I will give him credit though. Horse. The first like 10 minutes of that movie were pretty fucking awesome. And then D race. Oh, it's pretty fucking hard too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no more H2. It's dead now. It can't hurt you no more. Um, and then, you know, they started releasing, like, little tidbits. They released the... Like they released the uh, thing about they were they were going to completely erase all the sequels uh, except the original Halloween. They were going to no longer make Michael and Lori brother and sister, which... Is a good idea. Mm, I'm actually one of those people that like that little backstory... I, I always I don't like know. the idea of, see, this is a problem. I always like the idea of Halloween being one movie, and you hear him breathing in the background, and he's just supposed to be out there. And uh, But, you know, I, I, there's just so many there's so many different routes this franchise takes, and there's so many different ways to look at it. Like, you think about if Halloween was just a movie, but then we wouldn't have got the awesomeness afterwards. But then you can get the brother and sister angle. And say it ends after part two when he's supposed to be dead. And we go into Halloween three, which is supposed to take the the franchise into a, a different horror story every Halloween, which I like the idea of that. You know, I don't know. There's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of good ways you can think about what they could have done. And a, a lot of them would have been good ideas. Well, there was the, the things they could have done. There was things they did do. And now there's things that they're doing now with what right. they just did with this 2018 one. I like that they took it back to there ain't no brother sister relationship. Right. They did. They we already seen that whole thing. Now let's go back to where John Carpenter initially wanted it, and it's some creepy motherfucker just stalking one person. Mm. My issue though is he fixates on just what Jamie Lee Kurt, Laurie Strode. Well, we're gonna talk too about much. that. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna <clears> talk about earlier. We'll talk about here in a little bit just the character herself. But Cordell, I don't even know how that conversation there started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I do have some trivia facts about this movie uh, Hit me. before we get into it. Um, 
the role of Allison, uh, Lori's granddaughter in the movie, was a coveted role. Um, actresses from Lucy Hale to Emma Roberts met with Danny McBride. Oh, to my God. I would have loved Emma Roberts. However, the studio decided that they wanted to go back to the roots of the first movie and cast an unknown actress similar to how Jamie Lee Curtis was cast in the original. Are you talking about uh, Jamie Lee's granddaughter or daughter in the movie? No, the uh, granddaughter. The, oh, granddaughter. Yeah, Emma Roberts might look a little too old. I don't know. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, stop it. I know, Jake, dude. I love Emma Roberts. Jake Gyllenhaal helped convince Jamie Lee Curtis to reprise her role <laughs> of Lois Strode for this film. Jake Gyllenhaal is a family friend of Curtis's and is dubbed by her as an unofficial godson. Yeah, Not, I mean, I'd suck his dick and everything. Even Spider-Man? Damn bubble boy. <laughs> I love Jake Gyllenhaal. He's awesome. Um, Michael Myers is 61 years old in this film. Do they ever mention how old he is? Uh, I never really thought about math. it. Um, He broke out when he was, what, 21, and that was 40 years ago, or 22, or whatever the fuck it was. I do know that, um, I do know that, uh, oh, God, now I'm blanking on the name. We were just talking about earlier. Daniel Daniel Harris (laughs) actually (laughs) reached out to Blumhouse to, uh, for a part in this, and... Yeah, no, go away, nobody likes you. Uh, during the trick-or-treat scenes, a trio of kids can be seen together wearing a skeleton costume, witch, and jack-o'-lantern mask. This is a nod to Halloween 3, Season of the God Witch. God damn it, Cordell. If we're doing IMDb trivia right now, I'm going to stab you right in the throat. Hi, I am Bob Dole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just had a few trivia facts. Yeah, okay. So, Fair enough. I, I, guess we, I guess we can get into the movie um, okay. when it starts out. Starts out just like the original classic music, and this time instead of a pumpkin, we get a smack pumpkin. Yeah, you know what's funny place. is the beginning of this movie is seeing the Blumhouse, you know, the the shit you see in front of sinister movies kick off, opening up a Halloween movie, which I thought was kind of strange. But yeah, Cordell, the, uh, the the music playing, the pumpkin coming back to life, inflating the orange font of the uh, names and. People who were in the movie and participated in the movie. Whenever I was in the movie theater watching that, I was fucking pumped. I love this fucking opening. This movie definitely has like a lot of callbacks and everything. Yeah, bringing back the pumpkin to the beginning was a major step. But does the pumpkin inflating that happens after the podcasters go to the asylum, right? Uh, I actually, I, I believe it does. I just watched it last night, but you know, beer. Which <laughs> 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 is. Yeah, I believe he screams. I believe he says, "Say something." He screams. Oh yeah, the shit kicks in. I which was I'm so used to titles and then uh, the uh, right. But you know, when you sit in a movie theater ball sack, it's it's a whole different experience than watching it in your house. Whenever those psychos were freaking out, the dogs were barking, that guy screaming, "Say something!" in the theater, as loud as that was, that shit was kind of intense for me. Yeah, it was a little bit, but I can't do the popcorn bucket trick at home. Oh, right. Uh, but yeah, I know the podcasters that go to the asylum, yep. they're basically we, trying to get a rise out of Michael Myers and they bring his mask. <laughs> Somehow they got that from the attorney general. I don't know. 
Dude, yep. I, I don't know how that happened either, but I love the way the rest of the actors played that shit, too. Yep, All the rest yeah. of the nuts. Leanne Rees and Jeffrey, Jefferson Hall as Aaron Corey and Dana Hines, the true crime podcasters. Did you yeah, like these and, characters? Uh, yeah, they were fine. You know, they were there just basically to get him the mask. They served uh, their purpose. I honestly thought they might last a little longer. I was kind of surprised when they were just quickly taken out of the picture. Yeah, no, I was kind of glad fine. they were taken out quickly. Were they fucking? They were fucking, right? Because they were staying in the same hotel room, right? Let yeah, your imagination wander, Tyler. Oh, I do, Cordell. I do. I would have let my imagination wander because that female podcaster was... Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, she's all right. But... Uh... She was eating M&Ms out of his asshole. <laughs> God damn. We call them chittles. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, they, they do that when the focus starts inflating. How do you... you Made me my head spin for a second there, ball snatch. <laughs> I just love how I can throw you off every time. <laughs> yeah. But you know, one thing I like about Michael Myers in this movie is uh, they kept the eye damage. Yes. That's that's a nice touch. The wide eye with the scarring around it from the hanger from the first movie. Absolutely. That, I, I mean, they took everything from the first movie, everything that happened in the first movie, and yeah. kind of reprised it right along with this as a huge, like, there you go, fans. Well, I mean, even look when we get to the mask. Uh, the mask still has the puncture hole where uh, Lori stabbed him with that knitting needle. She stabbed him in the neck, I think. Yeah, the, there's, a, there's a puncture wound right there oh, in the I mask. Didn't even notice on the that. Neck. No idea. And can, let's just get this out of the way. I, I love the fucking mask in this movie. Yes, uh, and that seems to be a problem with the Halloween franchise. Looking at you, four and five. But they, uh, uh, they they absolutely absolutely nailed the mask. The mask hasn't looked this good since Halloween Six. Because even in H two O, it looks like shit, and in Resurrection, it looks like shit. Did they, I don't. I thought they didn't even have a mask in H two O. It was like no, CGI. And shit. There was a couple no. parts where it was CGI, but actually, in the beginning of H two O, it is the Halloween Six mask. Why they didn't just keep that, I have no fucking idea. I know. I heard something about the producer of Halloween H2O got pissed that they used a six max six mass and demanded they change it. He's wrong and he's also wrong about whoever they cast as Michael Myers in that movie because it looks like I could kick his ass and I can't <laughs> kick anybody's ass. Um, there was Except also, for my kids. I'll fuck them little bastards up. And there's also another mm-hmm. character that we're introduced to in the scene. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Rambo Sartan. Sartan, yes. I don't like... I'm going to get this right off the bat. I don't like this character. He's just a poor man's Loomis. Uh, I don't think he's supposed to be Loomis. I think he serves his purpose in this movie, too. Yes. Which, which absolutely is does. what me and Balsack have been beating around the bush to talk about is Michael Myers and his motivation in this movie. Yeah, well, that makes, it makes me curious, though. If his motivation comes from the first movie or if it's just new motivation in this movie. Michael Myers' motivation? Yeah. I'd say it's the same in the first one, if you take out the brother-sister angle. Well, no, I'm not even calling a brother-sister angle. And, and no, I know. I'm just saying, since this, is, this, since this is a direct sequel to the first one, I think his motivations right. are the same, because there's no particular reason why he would be hunting her specifically. All right, why would he go dormant? For I mean, she did survive him, and she is, you know, 
she did fight back and allowed him by fighting back, and that gave Loomis and the police. But time he was to he was never him. specifically attached to her in the first one, other than he saw her first. Right, and she was the one that kept getting away. Most it could it, it could have been somebody else. You know, he could right. have it could have upon fucking Kate Upton's big old titties and followed her around in nineteen. Oh, I guess you're right. I mean, he probably wouldn't have gone after her in this in this movie had uh, Sartan not drove him out to a cabin. Exactly. He, he fulfilled his role. Yep. <laughs> that's the Actually, he released reason. him from the prison. That's the only reason there's a heel turn towards the end. Yeah. He wanted uh, to get in on it. Yeah, he. we're, we're jumping see, way too far ahead. That's what I was trying to avoid. Yeah. Maybe. So then after... So then we get the opening scene in the, in the psychiatric the ward. We, <laughs> yeah, we get the pricks. Wow. Uh, we get the credits, and then we get the same two podcasters trying to talk to a reclusive Lloyd Stowe. Now, how did you feel about the uh, character of Lloyd in this movie? Mm, it's like Sartan said at some point after I believe he's in the cop car and they're driving around looking for Michael Myers, talking about people deal with situations like that differently. Some people can kind of brush it off and live a normal life, but other people who seem, you know, Laurie was kind of the virginal character of the first movie. Even though she did smoke weed, I guess, but uh, it seemed like Imaginal. she was going to be kind of reclusive anyways, but then this kind of trauma happens to her and her friends. So I can see her having a fucking compound and, you know, ready to fucking roll again if some psycho locks up on her doorstep. I mean, to me, this just feels like Lori and H2O just maxed out to the extreme. You know, in uh, H2O, she was just... In it also H2O, like, she was just sk- looking behind her shoulder and right. heavily drinking. This one, she's drinking, uh, loading up Sucking on guns. Yeah. The compound thing kind of feels Hollywood to me anymore. Because everybody, I understand... Uh, a lot of people, when they have traumatic experiences, they do want to get a compound, but they don't have the money to get compounds like she had. And uh, God damn it, who's Sydney Porter uh, from Scream? Prescott. Yeah, Prescott, that one. I mean, they, yeah. they go on and get their own compounds that have like electric fences and fucking acres in the woods where nobody's going to find them. It didn't it's take cra- me out of the movie. I just kind of accepted No, it. It didn't take me out of the movie because I, I I get it, but it mm-hmm. seems to be Hollywood standard. I, I feel like they should maybe get a little more realistic a bit. But goddamn, she looked like Laurie Strode forty years later. Yeah, she looks good. Yeah, well, just it's like definitely a, no true lies, but no, hell no, <laughs> no. Uh, just like me and Cordell were talking about for you got on here, Elvira. She's sixty nine. She still looks good. Oh, all sixty nine. I could say something fucked up, but I alienate half your listeners, Cordell. <laughs> Do it. Just say it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Such but a this cock is, tease. Well, you really want to hear what I was going to say? You're probably not going to like it. Mm, Are you going to like where her is Because these these celebrities are killing babies and sucking the blood out of them, and they're staying young forever. QAnon. <laughs> 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 QAnon's real. <laughs> That's all I was going to say. But this is where we do get the uh, kind of a little bit of backstory into Lloyd. Um, her daughter was taken away from her at a young age. The state mm-hmm. took her away. Her marriages failed. You know, it's funny. The state, took her, from her, daughter. 
the state took her away because her mom was a little <laughs> bit of a gun nut, a little bit of a uh, paranoid. Somebody's going to break into the house. Meanwhile, they put her in a foster home where the fucking foster dad probably molested her. So what was worse? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Just because the state makes decisions doesn't mean they're always right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I figured I would have got a laugh out of ball sack on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's estranged from her daughter, and the only one she's really still in contact with is her granddaughter. Her granddaughter tries to be understanding, but... Which, uh, can we get this out of the way right now? The use of the word grandmother in this movie? Holy shit. Who talks like that? Grandmother. Did you guys not notice that? Is that just me? I didn't give it too much thought. Grandmother. I don't know. What was was the issue that you had with it? That she just kept saying, grandmother, did you tell grandmother? Oh, that's my grandmother. Why can't you say grandma? Yeah. It's weird. I didn't really catch it that much. It's fucking weird. Stuck out like a sore thumb to me back then and even back then. (laughs) Two years ago and even even last night when I was watching it. I will say this. If you're going to go to a trauma victim and offer them money to tell, get their side of the story, you don't suddenly uh, you don't uh, start the conversation with, so you got your kids taken away because you were batshit crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that last night, too. I'm like, hmm. Probably could have tiptoed around that a little better. Like, it's maybe, like, how's, it, how's your life been these past 40 years? So I heard you uh, had your daughter stripped from her because you're a piece of shit. Those are some pretty <laughs> nice guns there. Do you keep them clean? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, uh, she just takes some money, but at least she t- turns around and gives the money to her granddaughter for a big mistake. She's going to get heroin with that. Heroin. These fucking kids these days, Cordell, are on their god the goddamn heroin and on the Facebook. And cocaine. Nothing wrong with cocaine. There's uh, a science. in it. Highly recommended. <laughs> 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 from the Surgeon uh, General and the, the Health Department. Yeah, anymore, you never know. Oh, uh, I, I the little, snort again. Yeah, after the literally little interview they have, not much really comes out of it. They just want to try to arrange. Uh, the podcasters are obsessed with trying to understand Michael Myers, and Doctor Sartain is obsessed with trying to understand Michael Myers. They're all trying to get him to react somehow, but you know. He ain't doing it. But they basically are there because they want to set up a meeting between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. She's basically like, give me my three grand and get the fuck out of my house. So they do. And then... I think we go to the hotel room with the uh, podcasters looking over like fucking crime scene photos from when Michael Myers killed his sister in 1960, whatever the fuck. And that's when they start playing that tape of Dr. Loomis and what he... What 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 uh, he would recommend do to Michael Myers after he was caught in 1978, you know, and he was saying kill him. And I thought the Loomis impersonator was actually pretty good. I thought Absolutely. it. I really thought it was. I thought it was Donald Pleasance with some unused uh, dialogue yeah. from one no, of the it old sounded movies. Great. And it's kind of interesting what they did with Michael Myers. He fell off that balcony after he was shot and kind of got away for a little bit, but was. You know, naturally apprehended again. I I just kind of want to know, you know, exactly how they caught him. Like, well, he shot him six times. He ain't gonna go very far. <laughs> I don't know. He takes a they hell of a beat in this movie too. 
I shot him six times. I sodomized him with my own dick. No. No. So, yeah, I can see that because, you know, once again, we're not in the Halloween franchise where we're in part five and he's kind of like supernatural. I can see somebody getting plugged six fucking times and not making it very far. Fair enough. And then. See, now that makes me curious what his motivation is then. Because he goes dormant for so long, they try to get a rise out of him. They can't mm-hmm. get a rise out of him. It's only when he's finally well, free. You got to remember that Dr. Loomis couldn't get a word out of him either in the mental institution. No. Uh, yeah, was motivation. like Eight years uh, trying to reach him, seven trying to keep him locked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you got to remember whenever he broke out, whenever he broke out in the first one, Ballsack, I don't think it was him who orchestrated it. I think he kind of got lucky. And I think that's how he got out this time. I think he's just kind of docile and, like you said, dormant. Unless he can yeah. actually get out. Um, I, I thought Sartan admits in the movie he orchestrated the escape of Michael. Exactly. Like I said in the first Halloween movie, I don't think Michael Myers orchestrated it. I think it was just kind of, it happened to be where he could get out, and he did. And once again, he didn't orchestrate this either. It just kind of, victim of circumstance, he got out again. Yeah, but didn't in the first movie, didn't he let out... I thought it was orchestrated, because in the first movie, didn't he, like, let out all the other inmates, which... I don't know, remember them, them saying... The, I don't remember them saying in the first movie how the escape all happened. Do you, Balsack? I could be mistaken. No. You no, know, it's I, to the point now where I watch the first Halloween, and I really don't even think about it. I've just seen it so many fucking times that mm-hmm. I just, you know... It's basically you remember everything, so why watch it again? You're kind of screwing around on your phone and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because remember the nurse is like, do they usually just let them wander around like this? Because yep. all of them are just kind of wandering around out in the field like zombies they, and shit. But. Yeah, they never say how he got out, how everybody got out, anything like that. Right. And if somebody first- wants to yell at me because it's clear how they got out, you can email all my girls are masked, <laughs> So then we get, we get Lori. We get Lori. She visits uh, Allison, gives her the money. Mm-hmm. Um, she shows up drunk at. Was she drunk? A, a, yeah, she was drunk. Hmm. She was drunk when she kind of showed up in class. You calm down, Cordell. Definitely. I'm the expert on this. She was definitely acting frantic. I don't know about it. At the restaurant or at the school? At the restaurant. Oh, yeah, she was drinking. You saw her fucking chug a little bottle of vodka while the bus was pulling away. Yeah, and you can just see her daughter. drank some wine at the the table when she got there. Yeah. Her her daughter just looks pissed to see her. Her son-in-law looks pissed. And Allison just looks like, I don't know. How would you react in that situation if your grandma just showed up? I'm like, my grandma's fucking awesome. She's hammered. (laughs) And then she goes, and this is the part, like, she is so obsessed with Michael at this point that she goes to Smith's Grove to watch him get transferred. That actually happened before the restaurant. That was the scene right before, because she comes into the restaurant saying, I saw him, I wanted to kill him, and blah, 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 chugs the wine, and all that good shit. And you can't, and you actually do see that, because does she almost turn that gun on herself, too? Uh, I don't remember getting that sense. 
I just kind of like thought like she was looking at that gun and kind of thought like she was contemplating suicide. I think she was looking at that gun contemplating putting a bullet in Michael Myers' fucking head. I think she was looking at that gun and thinking she really wanted to eat a sausage. (laughs) Word. (laughs) (laughs) But chaos ensues. The bus crashes. Michael gets loose. And this actually was the first thing in the movie that shocked me. We get father and his son pulls up on the uh, crash site. Dad gets out to look at it. Tells his kid to stay there. Kid gets out. And did the kid see his dad killed? Uh, no, I don't think he ever saw his dad. He sees the cop. He sees the cop. And, and the then cop he says, w- like, run. And I think he runs back to the truck and Michael Myers uh, chokes him out. Uh, no, I thought he actually killed the kid. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. You know, you're right. Yeah, kills. I just said choked out. But no, he sees the cop. And I think he goes to the bus. He shoots Dr. Sartain. And then I think that's when he runs back to the truck and Michael kills him. Yeah, and that is actually the first thing that shocked me in this was I know in Halloween, you know, in four and five, he was trying to kill his niece, but they never actually show Michael kill children. Uh, Like in the first movie, you know, Lonnie runs into him at the school and he just kind of grabs him and then lets him go. So I was really shocked when Michael killed a kid this time. I was fucking excited. That little fucker was like 14. They're mouthy by that age. You fucking off them little bastards. But he kills the kid, kills the dad. What happened? Didn't like, I'm trying to remember exactly how the dad got it. Uh, Was the dad one of them? Was he the corpse that was like all bit in half and shit? I think he he was. was. I think he was the one uh, kind of in the field area by the bus. And they showed him. When did they show him? Just like sweeping lights over it, I think. Well, see, I was waiting to see the dad last night, and I must have looked away, because I do remember seeing the cop, and the cop said, run, I never saw Tain getting shot, but I must have got up to grab another beer or something when they showed the dad, because I, I don't remember seeing the dad last night. Now, nah, see, I wish I'd watch this. <laughs> uh, right, because you would have remembered their high times. Yeah. Police go over the manifest of who was on the bus, see Michael Myers was on there and then the sheriff just kind of plays it off like it's not that big of a deal at least that's how I that's how it felt like right. to me. they're like, like what the should we do went, what are we gonna do cancel Halloween and after yeah. we talk about the next scene probably should <laughs> 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 this guy's like the mayor in Jaws I ain't closing uh, down the beach there's no goddamn shark who there's always got to be that one authority figure that's just in denial. Yeah, well, then we go to the gas station, and this is when oh, shit really yeah. fucking picks up. This is very H2O right here, where a female podcast lady's taking a piss, and Michael Myers walks into the bathroom. But I think he's there for good intentions, though, Ballsack, because all he does is sprinkle a handful of teeth over the stall door. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, had- uh, that was his tender swipe left, or whatever <laughs> it is. And, you know, the funny thing is when you see him getting uh, the gas at the car, the male podcaster. Michael Myers you was s- putting gas in a car? I don't remember that. No, the male podcaster. Oh, all right. You see Michael in the background. Male? You you can kind of make out Michael in the background killing yeah. the gas station clerk. Yeah, very oh, yeah. cool. Very that- cool. You know, uh, talking about the Friday the 13th box set, I was watching part seven, man. And in part seven, 
after the dude's done banging the girl, the stoner guy goes down to the fridge and they have that shot of the whole kitchen area and the lightning flashes. You just see Jason standing in the corner, man. It's fucking tits McGee. I love shit in the background. But yep. I really do like when they show the uh, gas station clerk. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, he like looks like a ghost face mask. His mouth is pulled out so far. And like you said, Tinder swipe left with the teeth. She starts screaming. The you level comes in. You know what's funny? I didn't notice till last night. On the fucking bathroom stall, there's a sign that says, ladies, do not flush tampons. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's funny because like 10 years ago, I had a plumber out at my old house. And he's like, yep, your line's clogged. And he looked at my wife. He's like, you ain't been flushing tampons down there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck kind of plumber is this? <laughs> so we recently had a plumber at this house. And before he came, I just kept asking her if she's been flushing tampons. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's yeah, awesome. I looked at you and asked if you were flushing your underwear again. <laughs> God damn! Yeah, we might have a serious problem if somebody's doing that. Uh, so this is a scene, of course, where the two podcasters get it. She just kind of gets what choked out. Uh, yeah, and then her counterpart gets his fucking head slammed all around the goddamn bathroom. And yeah, that was part- very brutal, and I loved every second of it. That faux show. I was, like, so surprised. Like, they they had no problem killing a kid, but, damn it, we're just going to, like, choke out the woman. Like, I wanted to see her get a pet head smashed in. She needed some sausage. (laughs) Michael was trying to give her some sausage. That's why he offered the teeth. He was going to grind it up for her and give it to her like a baby bird. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Ask for this, sucker. <laughs> Thank you, Bossack. You're welcome. Sorry, I muted. I didn't want to hear you. Had to have you hear me pee. Yeah, we figured. I'm used to it. So the police come to the gas station. Well, you got to talk about the the scene, Cordell. He gets his mask back. Oh yeah, that this yeah. is probably right, like the best shot of the movie. Uh, I'm gonna. Contrary, or not contrary, disagree with you here in a little bit. One so I, of made the, a, I made a specific note on what I thought was cool as fuck, shot-wise. Okay, well, that is one of my points at some point, as I'm going to ask you guys what your favorite moment is in the uh, film. But this is probably my favorite moment, when he gets the mask back. Okay. Fair enough, you know. it's. I guess I don't know how else they would have done it, really. I mean, unless they say he broke into another hardware store. Well, you just see him from the side. He picks up the mask slowly, and then you don't see him put it on, but he, like, shuts the trunk, and you see him from inside the car, the back car, out the back window. Yeah, and once again, uh, mask looks great. Oh, fucking awesome mask. And see, I don't think it's just any mask. I think it's because it's his mask from the original. Right. It's got a little wear and tear on it. Looks a little worn, which I think after 40 years, I think probably would have disintegrated. But well, they know, did. It's a, sl- it's a slasher well, movie, so. Well, the uh, 
podcasting guy did say that he offended the attorney general's uh-huh. office loaned it to him. Right. Why the fuck would the attorney general have it? Maybe she sucked his dick or something and got it. Maybe I mean, they sold it out of the evidence locker. Yeah, I'm sure. Kind of like in, kind of like uh, what was it? Was it wasn't one of the Chucky movies? The security guard at the evidence locker stole Chucky to give yeah. him to Tiffany. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in some of these high profile murder cases, like Bundy or Dahmer, like some somebody knows like a detective. This seems kind of like, hey, can you get me a tooth from one of the corpses or something? <laughs> I'm sure it happens. You're telling me so if you were a detective get- and somebody was like, hey, I'll give you five grand if you get me one of the teeth from Bundy's victim, you wouldn't fucking do it? I wouldn't say it from uh, the victim, maybe from Bundy. That'd be cool, too. You want one of his kids or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want they get their merkin made out of them. You know, like, people collect uh, serial killer shit like John Wayne Gacy's paintings and everything? If there was, like, one piece of true crime memorabilia, do you guys have anything to... No. Jason's got uh, Dahmer's freezer. Oh, does he? (laughs) (laughs) I would want one of the original Zodiac letters. That would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty wild, wouldn't it? Have Ed Gein's nipple belt. Okay, Cordell. We just... (laughs) (laughs) Now someone else is trying to drink the breast milk. Yeah, but isn't this right here, Cordell, where we hit the streets of Haddonfield? Um, yes, I believe, I believe this so. is. And you were talking about your favorite scenes where you get the mask. My favorite is this shit right here. And you know what the goddamn shame of it is? They showed it in a fucking trailer. Oh, boy. The whole tracking shot. Fucking walks into his shed, grabs a hammer. <laughs> I was yep. watching it with my kids last night. I was like, he's just... He just noticed that lady had a few loose shingles on her roof. He's going to fix them for her. What a nice fucking guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, no. Now he's killing her. <laughs> but this See, is amazing. I, this is a fucking great. Just the Halloween atmosphere here. You got all the decorations outside. You got the kids in the mask. And uh, very Halloween, too, when he picks up that hammer and clubs that bitch to death, who was indeed making a sandwich. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of reminded me of Mrs. Elrod. Mm-hmm. But this is, and this kind of gets me to where I'm going to say, this is probably my favorite iteration of Michael Myers since the original. He is so brutal in this. Like, it, in the first one, in the first movie, he just went after Lori because he saw her first, and he went after her friends. In this one, he don't give a fuck who, he, who it is. And I guess that's, a, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Anybody he sees, you're probably fucked. And, and I, w- I want to know what you guys thought whenever he was walking through the house. I believe it was after the first kill when he walks by the crib with the baby in it. I honestly thought he might kill the baby. I did, too. I really thought I he might. I was hoping he would. I, <laughs> that would have been fucking epic. <laughs> he just was... picks that thing up, ball snatch, and drills it to the wall with the butcher knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, and no, then I does the know. head tilt and head tilt <laughs> that fucking thing. That would have been wanna... nuts. I wanted to hold the baby up and do the uh, dandelion thing where mama had a baby and he popped the fucking baby's head off. <laughs> what do you think this movie would have made over $200 million if he stapled that fucking baby to the wall? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, we can take it to the next what level if, and let him put the head up and make what voices. If the, what if the movie just fucking stops right here? And for the next 30 <laughs> minutes, we watch him staple this fucking bitch into a wall. <laughs> oh, it'd be so fucking wild, man. But I do got to say, this is... I just love how brutal Michael is in this without making him over the top, like Rob Zombie. like. Well, to be, to be fair, Cordell, I very much associate this Michael Myers with a Rob Zombie type Michael Myers. But the difference, because I hear I hear some people saying this, like, oh, you didn't like Michael Myers doing all this and Rob Zombie's Halloween. The difference is, I don't mind a brutal Michael Myers. It's all the hillbillery and rednecky and just sense of no fun and just mean-spirited people. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I, don't, like, I don't mind the brutal Michael Myers. It's just the atmosphere of the movie that's completely different well yeah like in in rob zombies movies you know the situation is always bleak there's never a moment of happiness or a moment of innocence and normally it's always a lot of unlikable people right Uh, and we're gonna get to like differ sir and one of my favorite characters is coming up who is awesome there's innocence in rob zombies halloween it's when she's on stage in just her underwear yeah, and the poor mouse. He decapitates and jerks off, according to his sister. Yes. But no, this this is easily my favorite part of the movie. Uh, the couple-minute tracking shot. Him walking yes. in one house. Then he walks up behind the other girl. And just right through the fucking throat. Right. Fucking he shut brutal. that bitch up. Uh, and this is where we were talking about earlier, Cornell. You were reading your IMDb trivia of the, the three kids from Halloween 3 with the pumpkin witch and uh, skeleton mask on that run into Michael. But I think this is where we go to uh, the, the dance where uh, Lori's granddaughter and her fucking scumbag boyfriend are living it up, not giving a fuck, to quote Limp Biscuit. And, yeah, and then we cut to uh, her granddaughter making a call to Vicky, Virginia Gardner, Who's babysitting that little fucking black kid, man? <laughs> that kid is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, I that love kid that makes kid. me wish I had three black kids and not these little crackers I got running around here. That fucking <laughs> kid is amazing. I love their interactions between each other, and a little amount of time as we spend with these two. Very rarely do I say I don't want these two to die. I did not want them two to die. Uh, what, and I got my babysitter got, and a boyfriend. No, the babysitter and the black kid. Fuck the boyfriend. I'm with the black kid. He's like, send his ass up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I know, don't give a fuck about the boyfriend. You mentioned something about the Halloween party at the high school. When Allison catches the boyfriend flirting with another right, that, woman and cheating on her, and he just takes a phone and whips it into the fucking pudding. Well, that's it's after like, really? the, whole baby, the whole babysitter thing, but yeah, we can combine the because, yeah, her boyfriend is fucking mega dude for one. If I ever wanted to see anybody die in a movie, it was him. I and know, I'm surprised you know he didn't get in this movie. I'm thinking Halloween Kills picks up right after this one, so I'm hoping we get it to is. see his ass straight up fucking murked in the next one. I think you actually, he's in the trailer, he's in the teaser trailer, he's like running or something in one of the yeah. shots. I hope he gets fucked up. But, but yeah, what I kind w- of dickhead, I mean, I don't blame him for kissing that chick, man, she's fucking smoking hot. But oh, you don't no. even be throwing phones and pudding, my goddamn phone's like $1,200. If that son of a bitch threw my $1,200 phone and some pudding, I would fuck him up. You know, my problem is, is he throws her phone in the pudding, and then she just huffs and walks away, and it's like, 
Yeah, you she's a little rich girl. So you can can't it. you can't just get the phone out of the pudding and wipe it off. No, fuck him. Like, and then they make a big deal about it because uh, you see the lawyer or her mom's trying to call her and it's going to voicemail. It's like, just can you imagine at that being at that party trying to get some pudding and all of a sudden it starts vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about that, Cordell, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but uh, Take a bite, lose a tooth. Yeah, after that, that's uh, I believe that's when we go back and... Uh, Vicky, she puts uh, that little kid to bed, and her boyfriend comes over. And uh, this motherfucker to me, I know Balsack, you haven't, you didn't watch this recently, I don't believe, but I think her boyfriend looks a lot right like. Oh, her boyfriend looks a lot like fucking Russell Brand to me, a young Russell Brand. Maybe that's just he's me a, though. I don't know. He's a wannabe. It's funny though. I'm assuming Vicky, she's probably had a few dicks in her, but her boyfriend, (laughs) I'm guessing this is like his losing virginity night. He got it tattooed on his arm, (laughs) which is funny. But the whole closet Uh scene, and once again, fuck, I fucking hate trailers, and that's why I don't want to watch any of the Halloween Kills trailers, but it's so hard. But they give this fucking kill away too, which would have been a lot cooler if you didn't know it was coming, you know, her opening and closing the closet door, trying to close it, and then Michael Myers comes out. And that little kid's like, oh shit. I do like that scene. Like, she tries closing it and it just won't close. So she opens it and he's like, right there. That that was actually one of my favorite promotional shots of the film was Michael just like standing in the doorway of that closet. Right. He comes out fucking swinging. He like hacks her hand, I believe. And she's trying to fucking book it, but just wearing socks on hardwood, she fucking eats it. And a little kid escapes, but the boyfriend comes in. We don't really see what happens to him until the uh, police arrive. And also Lori arrives because she's got a 5-0 scanner in her car. So that's when he finds the boyfriend fucking stapled to the wall with a butcher knife going back to the original Halloween. And she's just kind of upstairs with the ghost thing, kind of like another callback. Right. And I love the uh, pumpkin, the heart. Eyed pumpkin that also came with the uh, 2018 Michael Myers NECA figure. I know I want that NECA figure so very bad. cool. My middle boy has that one too. So, yeah, that's when the cops show up and Lori shows up, and you get that scene of her standing outside and Michael Myers in the mirror. She fires on it, and she actually tracks Michael Myers down to the backyard. Man, and she fucking plugs him right in the shoulder. <laughs> she does not hesitate. Fucking, nothing. You guys see the squib that exploded off of him? I said last night, I was like, God damn, <laughs> that motherfucker just got shot. She got a good shot on him, yeah. But, you know, they chase him around the house. He's naturally gone. But we have kind of a meeting of the minds, I guess, at this point, Cordell, where uh, uh, Dr. Sartain rolls up and it's kind of... You missed the the part where the uh, idiot sheriff sneaks up on Lori and she kind of bitch slaps him with the gun. Naturally. But yeah, Lori, she's she's basically basically trying to run the show. Sartain's there, introduces the Lori Strode. And do you think this is where the wheels started turning? Guys, or did he did did he cause that bus crash, or did the bus crash happen? And this is where the wheels started turning. Of uh, I want to see what he does in the wild. Most I of think... what I've looked into shows that says that he caused the bus to crash. Okay. So he was all in already. I, I think he had planned it. Like he knew the shit was coming up. This was his one thing. He probably even invited the podcasters right. around this time to get Michael stirred up even before that. Way, he might be if, right. 
because you know if he gets if he got michael stirred up before he wouldn't have to do the bus crash and nobody would ever find out right since nothing happened with the podcasters they he had to go through with the bus crash if he didn't have any intentions of the bus crashing why would he even be on the bus you know he told the guy when he was getting on he's my patient until whatever somebody else takes him yeah because i know i called him a poor man's dr loomis but ultimately he isn't dr loomis because he doesn't like loomis yeah. Loomis wanted to keep Michael locked up and damn near killed after getting caught again. You know, Loomis right. saw Michael as what he was, pure evil, and this guy wants the evil to do something so he can study it. Right, and I believe this is where uh, we go pick up uh, Lori's daughter, her husband, uh, Arnie, from uh, Pete and Pete. And uh, they, they head off to her house, but we still can't find the granddaughter because the granddaughter's walking around with Pudgy. Pudgy McFreckle face. I cannot believe this guy thought like, oh, she just broke up with her boyfriend, my best friend. I'm going to shoot my shot now. I don't know. He was drunk, man. I've done a lot of stupid shit when I was drunk. But I love this scene too, Cornell. This movie really takes off once Michael hits the street. Because it it just keeps going, man. And this backyard scene with the, um, uh, the motion sensor light that goes on and off. Fucking epic. And when this little fucker gets like his mouth impaled on this fence and stabbed in the back, that fucking music that starts playing, I think it's called like Rot Iron Fence on the soundtrack. Great fucking score. Did that music stand out to you guys at all? It did for the scene. Oh, God damn. They even play it again later. I didn't notice it until the watch I did last night. They play that same score again. I believe it's whenever Judy Greer has Michael Myers uh, in the sights where he's standing, you know, above the, the basement and she's down the stairs and pointing the gun at him. I think it plays again there. You know, I think it's a good time to mention that it is a very good thing that John Carpenter came back to do the score with this Absolutely. along with his son. This uh, score is, I just love the score. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do for Halloween Kills. Oh, are they coming back for sure for that? I believe so. Okay. I don't know. I feel like John. Or... I feel like John Carpenter would make mu- music for Halloween until he dies. Mm. No, maybe I don't know. Depends how much they're paying him. Probably. He's not shy about money. But you know, at this point. <laughs> Uh, freckle uh, face drunk man gets impaled. <laughs> the freckle face drunk friend gets on, impaled hooker. on the uh, fence. Allison finds him, and hysteria ensues. <clears throat> Talk about taking a shot in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That was still awesome. That they, especially that they went back and showed him hanging on the fence by his fucking jaw. I was on hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. (laughs) Glad you caught on. (laughs) Oh, what's the matter? You all right? Breathing heavy? Uh, Tacos getting to you? I muted. You talking to me? I don't know. Somebody just went. Oh, I was fucking walking through the living room to grab another beer. So I muted for a second. (laughs) I'm trying to mute off and on so I don't sound like I'm fucking breathing into the mic like I always did. How many views are you down now, Tyler? Oh, fuck you, Cordell. Don't worry about me. 
Yeah, this is going to be my fourth 16-ounce Miller Lite. I plan on having about seven to eight more. (laughs) Oh, I love this. This is Mm -hmm. awesome. (laughs) I'm having a hell of a time. But yeah, this is where the chaos really ensues. Uh, uh, I believe the uh, cops find... What's her name in the movie, Cordell? What's her granddaughter? Allison. Allison. They find Allison. Allison is found by Dr. Sartain and Copper. Uh, yep, Deputy Frank Hawkins. Yeah, and this is where Dr. Sartain saying, like, hey, man, you find Michael Myers, you, he's property of the state, don't hurt him. He's like, yeah, we'll see about that shit, Cockstain. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill him. They find him, and this cop, does, speed. this cop does not care about his car that much because he floors it towards Michael. Right. Yeah, and then runs his ass down. And then, yeah, this is where uh, Sartain uh, turns heel. Yep. He puts Michael's mask on. That was stupid. Uh, That's what I, yes. Uh, The heel turn, I know there's probably a lot of people that have a problem with it, but I understand it because that's how we get Laurie and Michael together. I'm cool with all that shit. He wants to see what he can do in the wild. I buy all that shit. Just like in Scream 4, at the end of it, she's like, I did this to be famous and want to be a victim and all this shit. I buy it. It's fine. The biggest problem is, don't put the mask on. Oh, my God. That's my biggest problem. Dumb. It was like, he must have really wanted, like, he takes the mask off Michael, puts it on, and just stands there and looks at Allison. It's like, okay. Biggest, biggest mistake. Did you come? Wait, I got a question. Okay. Since we're going with Michael, oh, with Michael Myers or the shape, because that's what he's really called in this, Uh being supernatural, and he just got fucking destroyed by a car. (laughs) No broken legs, nothing. He's instantly healed. He's indestructible. He's Wolverine. That is where. Wait, shut up. I'm not done. Fuck off. All right. Fuck you. The damn doctor with a goddamn hurt arm in a sling is going to be able to carry a six foot, what, four man to a car? I don't really have a problem with that as much as him putting a goddamn mask on. Well, yeah, the mask is the big over. I I remember sitting in the theater and seeing him (laughs) pop up with the mask on. I just thought, oh, no. Yeah, the mask is the (laughs) over over the top problem. I thought we were about to go nuts and this guy's the new Michael Myers. I was expecting (laughs) the worst. But luckily, he takes it off right away. It's fine. Whatever. So, yeah, that's the one thing I don't understand. Like, because the behind the scenes, they talk about wanting to make Michael Myers more human and everything again, not like Jason. I mean, he just got hit by a car. Fuck, you can walk up to get hit by a car. Not... Not with how hard that cop hit him. You Let's try it next time, Tyler. I, I don't care. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a fucking slasher movie. I don't give a shit about that. So, <laughs> Jason came back <laughs> after being melted in toxic waste and turning into a child. <laughs> so, he shoves Michael in the back of the cop car with Allison. Right. And what a dick. Does he not know that that's Laurie Strode's granddaughter? I don't know. I don't think he does. She's just damn lucky that Michael didn't wake up at that point. Yeah, I mean, what a dick. He could at least put her in the front seat. He doesn't have any beef with her. So they get halfway out to Laurie's um, 
cabin. At, at this point, we need to mention that Lori <laughs> is already aware of Michael being being loose. She's well, gone. She's grabbed her daughter and her husband. Yeah. I guess this is where we really talk about a ball sack. We've been beating around the bush, but Michael Myers' yeah. motivation, he just sees you and he kills you. He would not have went after Lori Strode had he not been taken there. He doesn't give a shit about her. So all her years of worrying about him, he probably never would have found her if he broke out anyways. So my question is, does he, once he sees her like face to face in the door or whatever, does he recognize her? I think, I, I don't know I don't how you would call it. I think he has some kind of fucking radar for her or some shit like that. Because, I don't, because his, his intention her. wasn't even going after him. She was going after him. You know uh, what you say saying no, that? She was going after him in this movie, but uh, I don't know what his motivation is. He still kind of goes after her. Like well, she's in the, the first last movie, just because he sees her and he follows her around. In this movie, I don't think he would have ended up at that fucking cabin. I don't think he cares about her at all. That's possible. I think That's he's just like possible. you said. He's the shape. He's just a walking killing machine. He was set loose, and now he's just going to wander around murdering until he can't murder anymore. That's Tyler. right, because he got he. He killed the two that had his mask, so he got his mask, and now he, every, everybody else was just people in front of him. Right. What do you I, I want to fa- back up from. Oh, um, wait, hang you, on. What do you think of the face stomping of the doctor? Very Halloween, too. Yes. Um, right. I want, Halloween, too, that is. I want to back up for a moment, because you mentioned seeing uh, Lori in the doorway. That was one of my favorite... Uh, scenes in this film that was unfortunately ruined by the uh, trailer was when Lori was outside the house with her gun. She sees Michael and she thinks it's him staring out at her and she shoots it. She ends up shooting a mirror on the wall. That was one of my favorite scenes in this. And unfortunately that was ruined by the trailer too. Wait a minute, run that by me again. She sees him standing and she shoots what? What, He's talking about about where Lori uh, sees him yeah, in the mirror. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah there's a, a lot really... spoiled by the trailer, but I guess at the end of the day, you know, they got to put something in the fucking trailer that gets you excited. And, you know, I don't know. I wish I wouldn't have seen it before. And I really wish I wouldn't have seen the uh, tracking shot and the uh, closet scene. The mirror one, I, I could kind of deal with, but I, I might <laughs> try to avoid trailers with the uh, Halloween kills from now on. I I'll, I have to say that the the trailer with the tracking shot played great when you were in the theater because that was actually a time I was going to a theater a, a fucking lot. So yeah. I got to see that over and over, and I just got more excited every time I seen it. Yes. So you but, mentioned the face stomping of the doctor, and this <clears throat> is what I don't understand. So Michael kills uh, Dr. Sartain. Allison is still in the car at this point. She gets out because the car is just parked there. And she starts running, and Michael sees her, watches her run, and he doesn't chase after her. He continues no, on to the I cabin. I think his present issue right now is with this piece of shit that just stole his fucking mask and has been <laughs> harassing him for 30 fucking years. <laughs> and then the two cops that roll up on him, not. <laughs> right. Oh, I love what he does away. to that one cop. Oh, the fucking hollowed out pumpkin head. Yes, I love that. Fucking amazing. Love that shit. They Trick or Treat Studios actually made a prop of that that I want to get. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking about favorite shots earlier, Cordell, and you're talking about... Uh, God, well, you said something about one of your favorite shots. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, the shot was when he got the mask and he, you see... Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, mine was right here. 
whenever Michael Myers is standing behind one of the vehicles and the red tail light like illuminates him, like everything in the shots red. Fucking Tits McGee. Looks awesome. This this movie is really well shot. <clears throat> yeah, it looks good to me. You know, I'm not a fucking director or movie expert or anything, but you know, I can't complain. The very memorable uh, still images. I would love to have posters of on my wall. So yeah, for sure. And then Allison kind of disappears for the next what ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, she she's just kind of for a while. She's just kind of running through the woods. Right. I think she was trying to find Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> I think she's trying to find a dip to slip. She thought she could uh, take her chances with Jason. Maybe that fat fucking freckle guy got her all turned. She's out there just finger blasting her bean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she got. You wood. never know. That's a different kind of movie, though. Okay, yeah. after we're done with the 30 minutes of him stapling a baby to the wall, the next 30 <laughs> minutes is just her flicking her bean out in the woods. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> I like it. I'm in. <laughs> Sold. There's 100 million, sir. <laughs> oh, I think I downloaded the wrong Halloween movie. I'm telling you. you me, me, Balsack, and Jason, we always had better ideas for movies. It usually involved just a girl masturbating. <laughs> it I still always worked. I still want to see you make a Resident Evil movie, Tyler. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> you said that you were going to make it, and it was going to be better than the ones they... Uh, that Mila yeah, Jovovich well, made. To be fair, that wouldn't be very hard at all. <laughs> so disappointed in that fucking first Resident Evil movie. How hard is it to make a zombie mansion movie? I like so, it. So, we get to the cabin. <laughs> we get to the cabin, and Lori is just kind of pouring her heart, her heart out to her daughter, apologizing for all the... Mm-hmm. Bullshit. What she should have been saying, see, bitch, I told you. Uh, cop car rolls up, and instead of staying in the house... Arnie. For Pete uh, and Pete. You remember Pete and Pete, Balsack? No. Uh, it was a Nickelodeon show about two brothers, oh, no. and then there was Arnie, the strongest man in the world. That's Arnie from Pete and Pete. Oh, okay. No. Oh, no. Um... Um, Ray, uh, Karen's husband, Ray, yeah. goes Ray. out to the car to talk to the cops. And this is where we get that really awesome shot of a, a <clears throat> cop impaled with a... Uh, the one cop, wasn't he impaled with like a fire poker? I don't know. But I got a problem There was here. something. It, I couldn't tell what it was, but it looked like, I don't know, almost an air hose or something that was impaled through... The one cop with the other guy's head completely hollowed out and the flashlight inside the I, head. That scene with the hollowed out head and the flashlight, that I just <clears> love <throat> that uh, shot. That actually kind of sent, like, I don't know. You kind of sent like, a little bit a of the tinglies in the balls. Made your pussy wet. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. Got a flick your bean. WAP, motherfucker. Make a nips hard. Had to put a wet floor sign down. Damn. Yeah. Little THO. What the fuck's T Oh, yeah, THO. I've heard that shit <laughs> years. God damn. You're welcome. What the fuck does it stand for? 
Titty hard on, baby. There we go. Okay. Wow, man, I had a flashback to 1999. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know if I'm thanking you. <laughs> <laughs> You're still welcome. <laughs> and then Michael comes up with a chain and goodbye, Ray. Yeah, I have a problem with this though. Because whenever Explain. we get, whenever we get into the house. And the heat is on, you know, Lori's going from, well, I guess we can get there in a second because it's about this point where doesn't Lori, isn't this where the front door confrontation start because doesn't Allison come running up and then she closes the door and that's when Michael kind of bursts through the windows there and grabs at Lori and she blows two of his fucking fingers off, which was epic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shotgun. Right. That's the sound of a shotgun, to quote Limp Biscuit once again. But... Yeah, he ends up getting in the fucking house, and Allison and her daughter end up, you know, down the the basement. Which, you know, uh, Allison's mom or Lori's daughter, however you want to say, what was the fuck's her name? Um, uh, Lori's daughter. Oh uh, shit, Judy Greer. Judy Greer. There we go. She doesn't seem Karen. concerned. She doesn't. She's Karen. a Karen. She <laughs> she's a Karen. Wow, <laughs> very twenty twenty. But she doesn't seem too concerned about the fact that her fucking husband just got murdered. Maybe she doesn't know. I don't know. Whatever. But them two are downstairs and Lori, this is kind of cool. Cordell going room to room after she clears it, she fucking hits a button and a big old gate comes down so that nobody can come in or out of the room. But I want to know where she got the money to like build this fucking place. Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) She she was doing podcast interviews, obviously. Running illegal guns. <laughs> Shit like that. That's true. People were paying her three grand for fucking five minutes of her time. But this is why I have the problem with the 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 dude out front's death. Doesn't she open a closet and see his body in there? How the fuck did his body get in there? Because the body in the closet <laughs> excuse me, had uh, the chains wrapped around the neck. Or am I high? Yeah. I, I think you might be remember, high, but I, I, I don't, don't know. remember that, but I'm pretty sure. Because she follows his snail trail of blood. Well, Allison doesn't even get in the house yet. Yeah, but there was, don't forget, there was also a lot of mannequins around in that house, too, because Lori just had mannequins out the ass. Well, she she had mannequins in the house, too. Yeah, in one of them rooms. But she opens up the closet door, and there's definitely a fucking corpse in one of those closets. And it looked like it had that thing around the neck. So I was like, how the fuck did you get that body in there so fast? Yeah, well, Michael's always been about home decor. (laughs) That's true. Coronavirus. (laughs) Coronavirus. <laughs> oh, fuck. But we've always seen that in movies where somebody gets it and their yeah, spouse or whatever, like, doesn't really make a big <laughs> deal about it. Like, Friday the 13th Part 4, uh, Tommy's mom gets it and you don't really see him and his sister going like, oh, my God, where's mom? Yeah, fair enough. He had them tucked away in the closet. I don't know how the hell he got them up there so quick. See, you see what I'm saying? Am I right? Yeah, he got, he got Seems them Seems like it'd be kind of hard to do with two fingers blown off. Well, and what? the fact that he has like 30 seconds to do it, and that 30 seconds went by, he was running upstairs. Well, I think that could be editing, too. She was clear. She cleared two rooms before she went into that room to find him, so... It gave him a little more than 30 seconds. You know, yeah, I, right. I try not to ask too many questions in these movies, but that one just kind of stuck out. I was like, what the fuck? I love how she's going through her own house, like clearing it out like a one-man tactical team. Yeah, kind of like, like an NCIS, man. Fucking sweet. 
<laughs> you opened up a can of worms there, Cordell. I am unapologetic, unapologetic about the shit I like. I know, and that's the problem. <laughs> oh, fuck you too. <laughs> you bastard. Bastard. All right, but yeah, uh, finally she does stumble upon Michael Myers. And you know what? This is one of them scenes, kind of like the scene in Independence Day, where they're cutting open that alien and the fucker like pops out of there. I never know when it's coming. I can never remember when Michael Myers is popping out from behind one of them mannequins. So it's pretty cool. But then we kind of do the reverse of uh, instead of Michael Myers falling over the balcony from the first one, it's Lori going over the balcony and Michael Myers looks and she's gone. So nice little callback. Yeah, and I believe this is where we go to Michael Myers in the kitchen uh, trying to bust down the island that uh, hides the secret entrance into the basement. See, I kind of like this scene because you got – because at this point, Allison is in the house. She's down in the basement with her mom. They've got it locked, and Michael is trying to bust it open. And he finally gets it open. She shoots him. Karen shoots him. And then you kind of get like that cool little callback from the original scene where Laurie's face kind of emerges from the darkness. Mm-hmm. Like he did. Oh, like yeah. He, I didn't like even he, pick up on that. Yeah. Like yeah. he did back in the, um, the house. Mm-hmm. She, I like it. Was a, that was a she, really great homage, too. She uh, comes out of the shadows. Her face does it. goes, Happy Halloween, Michael. Yeah. And yeah. hits him funny. right down the fucking stairs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like just like yeah, she went over the uh, uh, balcony. Yeah, downstairs and everything. You know what's funny? How much, how much uh, do you buy of the uh, Karen character being so scared, so distraught, can't hold the gun? She did it the whole damn movie until Michael Myers is right. I felt her. like she was baiting him. I'm sorry. The whole I time though. She was like, "Sorry, mom, I can't." Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, she seemed kind of distressed to just you know Superman up. You're right. I, I I'm sorry, it. I have a lot of, it. like, I just do not like Judy Greer in this movie. I don't know Judy Greer from a lot, other than the Ant-Man movies and from the new Planet of the Apes films. You remember that NCIS Archer. episode she was in? Man, she was mm-hmm. awesome in that. Don't remember Archer. her in that. <laughs> I loved her in Archer, goddammit. What, what was that one show on FX a couple years back, Ballsack, where she was a married couple and they were having married? Do you remember this at all? No. Okay, never mind. I like that show, is all I was going to say. I, I don't know. I just don't really care for her. I don't care for the character in this movie. No, you're right. She does <clears> nothing <throat> for me in this movie at all. Neither does the dad, really. She no. She's just kind of there to be kind of a foil to uh, Lori's, you know, anxiety about Michael. She's basically she's- there just to tell us how crazy Lori is. I mean, that's about all. I, but what worries me is I think they're going to pull something with the next movie. Like it might be her backstory. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I don't think so. I, I you know what? Not. Here's my thing. I have heard, and I'm pretty sure it's true, that you can probably find the script for Halloween Kills on the internet. And I've listened to something from people who didn't particularly like this movie, and they said Halloween Kills goes fucking nuts. So. I'm not quite sure what to take from that. I'm not going to read the script. I want to watch the movie. God, it kills me. I think about it like once a day. Like I could find out what happens if I just look on the internet. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm excited for it because they kind of they kind of set uh, 
revealed a little bit that now it's not just going to be Lori and her daughter and her granddaughter against Michael, but it's going to be the whole town. Like, all of Haddonfield uh, kind of rallies together to fight Michael. Like, they're just tired of his shit. Here's what I'm thinking. Like, with the boyfriend not getting killed, did they make this movie with the assumption that there was going to be another one and knew where all this was going? Well... I did read that they were going to shoot this movie and Halloween Kills back to back, but they decided to hold off to see what the reaction would be to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they probably had a plan the whole time. Um, (laughs) My youngest boy just slid a note under the door. I want Snapchat. P.S. Waylon is snorting Smarties. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, oh. yeah, I believe they were shooting, uh, I believe that. Well, what? It's just a normal day around here. I don't find it humorous anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to snort Smarties, too. I used to snort Smarties in grade school, man. It makes your nose fucking tingle like a bastard. <laughs> God damn. Dude, I fed a horse a sour punch one time. That shit was hilarious. He looked like Mr. <laughs> Ed moving his fucking lips all around. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're filming uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends back to back, I thought. Which is a goddamn shame. This got this goddamn Chinese virus. It fucked us out of goddamn Ghostbusters, and it fucked us out of Halloween Kills. So far. I really didn't care about it, but didn't it also fuck us out of that new Candyman movie? Probably. Fucked us out of everything except for fucking stupid-ass superhero movies. Yeah. Wonder Woman going to streaming or whatever it's doing. Hey. No, Wonder Wonder Woman Woman. is also going to theaters next month, too. I do, too, Balsack. <laughs> the old one and the young one. I would lick her Iranian vagina. <laughs> we, better, we better get to the end of this movie, Cordell. I feel this this train starting to tip, and I should know a thing or two about that. Yes. So we get the she knocks uh, Michael down into the basement. Allison and Just Karen run up. Uh, Michael grabs Allison because, you know, we have to have that cliche. Oh, he's got me. He's got me. She hits him with something. Uh, uh, He grabbed grabbed Karen and uh, Allison grabbed a knife and started stabbing him. Right. Stabbing him in the arm. I do like the shot when they turn that gas on, Cordell, because, you know, it wasn't a hiding spot. It was a trap. Yes. They start to turn on the gas. They light it. You get that really cool shot of the flames and kind of engulfing, like going around Michael and then engulfing him. Uh Uh, Karen, all three of them, they leave the house as it goes up in flames and they basically kind of pull a Sally from from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Girl power. Speaking of which, kind of like Hellraiser 2, I remember Clearly, much more about Texas Chainsaw. I've seen it so many times, but I was watching it with Joe Bob the other night. Man, that's a good fucking movie. I don't think I appreciated that movie enough. Texas Chainsaw, you sit there and really think about it. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> good ass movie. No, I love the original Texas Chainsaw uh, film. I don't think I appreciated it enough. I'll tell you what, me and Joe Bob, we've been hanging out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you got a mess, buds, now. <sighs> I guess. 
so they get a they get a ride. Uh, they call an Uber. <laughs> the truck comes along. They get inside of it as the um, film starts to end. They drive off. We kind of get like a little somber moment of them just sitting there. Camera cuts back to the uh, cabin on fire. Shows us downstairs where Michael is gone. And we can just hear his heavy breathing. And Kind of like Balsack's house on a Saturday night. <sighs> That's every night. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking after this quarantine shit? Hell yeah, I'm heavy breathing all day. That's probably why I had that bump on my dick. Too much jagging during quarantine. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, man. So, uh, credits roll as the girls ride off into the next movie, which we will see next year. Yeah. Maybe. Did you uh, guys wait through the credits to see the extra scene? Uh, I don't think I did. Yeah, it's where uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter is just sitting in the woods flicking her bean. Yeah, it's pretty fucking (laughs) (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Shit, I'm going to go uh, skip to the end and watch it when I get off you. It's worth a watch for sure. She reenacts a tree rape scene from Evil Dead. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'd rather it be Vicky, but I'll take it. So, yeah, that is Halloween 2018. We're going to rate this bitch, Cordell? Let's do it. All right, how do you want to do it? You want to do it like the old days, or you got some new kind of crazy system you came up with? Let's do it like the old days. Okay. Permission to use our old rating system if you want it, Cordell. But the old rating system was big O, high, medium, low. I'd rather cut my dick off than watch this movie again. If you break it down, it's really just one out of it's just out of five. (laughs) Let's let's do it. Let this be a tribute to all my heroes may wear masks. All right, Balsack, you wanna go? Sure. I love this fucking movie. I love they went back and they even explained in this fucking movie that they were full of shit. It's not Michael Myers. They're, they they aren't brother sister. I love that fucking part. Brutal Michael Myers without all the uh, hillbilly swearing from Rob Zombie. <laughs> I, I kind of love that. The doctor kind of dumbass shit. Everything kind of fed to a purpose. So Everything worked in this movie. As long as you didn't want to overthink about it. I fucking it's what fucking big O man. Oh, I thought you were about to say medium. Yeah, it's a medium. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cordell, since it's your show, I'll you can go last final thoughts. Uh, I uh, I, I enjoy the shit out of this movie. Um, this is the fucking scene uh, where he hits the fucking streets again, and we get that tracking shot. I thought it was amazing. The mask looks fucking great. And uh, once again, after he hits the fucking streets, it's just fucking game on from there. And I really like the fact that they went back to the original Halloween idea. He's not targeting anybody. It's just who he sees. He's just a fucking killing machine. And um, I guess the biggest gripe I have with it is not that the doctor turns heel, which I know is a lot of people's biggest gripe. It's that he puts the fucking mask on. I understand why he turns heel, and I completely get the fucking logic. He wants to see what Michael Myers is going to do in the wild. Crazy as it may be, there are fucking nutty people out there. I could say something right now that would alienate half your listeners, Cordell, but I will not. But I was thinking about <laughs> it last night. Uh, I'm not going to go big O. I'm just going to give it a high. You know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to start saving the, the big O, the big O's for like sh- 
classics like Ghostbusters. That's the big fucking O right there. But I give it a high. For sure. Love it. Can't wait for uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. And like I said, I've heard from sources that Halloween Kills gets pretty fucking nutty. So uh, definitely curious to check it out. So, yeah, high for me. And I think I'm going to give this movie the big O. When I saw this movie, um, a friend of mine, uh, my friend Whitney, she she owns the uh, video store uptown. She uh, had messaged me and she's like, did uh, you want to go see the new Halloween? And so we went there together, watched it. And I went in, you know, kind of unsure at first how to feel, because like I said, I was excited to hear about this movie little bit disappointed that they were kind of removing some of the lore, the brother-sister sister aspect. Um, this movie definitely does have some dumb things, like the doctor, him wearing the mask. Um, it, it also, like I said, it made me, it shocked me a few times. I was not expecting Michael to kill a kid. I thought he was going to kill a baby. I really do love the brutality of this. And like Balsack, what you said, you know, it was brutal without the backwoods hillbilly uh, stuff that Rob Zombie Fucking put in his. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't a bunch of... Fun. Yeah, it wasn't that. Um, so I walked out of this movie pretty happy. You know, mm-hmm. I can forgive this movie for getting rid of some of the lore. I still always prefer Michael and Lloyd to be brother and sister, but I can look past that. You always got to remember, though, Cordell. You always got to remember, you do have that timeline. This is just a different branch of the tree. So I'm going to give this movie the big O. I definitely think that uh, if you are a fan of Halloween, if you're a fan of Michael Myers, this is definitely one you should watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can watch. You watch this after the original you know, if you want to watch some of the other sequels that came before it, I would say the only movies that, the only movies in the Halloween franchise that you can ignore and you ain't gonna miss a beat of sleepover is Halloween Resurrection and Bob Zombies H two. Those are the only two that I would be like, eh, you can skip that shit. Well, that's an interesting question, Cordell. Uh, I mean, me and Balsack's podcast years ago, we've done the Halloween franchise, but. As far as watching these movies or ranking them or whatever, I'd probably say like one, two, three, six, and then this one. And the only reason I put six, six is very nostalgic for me. I remember renting that fucking movie all the fucking time. So, yeah, I'd say it's probably one, two, three, six, probably like fifth favorite in the franchise. And, you know, I always kind of used to be against three solely because of the back of michael myers but you know if you looked at if you look at halloween 3 as kind of like a standalone horror movie it has its own merits and to be fair to be fair that list i just gave you halloween 3 probably shouldn't be in there because it's just a completely different movie so it'd probably be like one two six and then this one i'm still kind of creeped out in halloween 3 that you got tom atkins sleeping with some 20 year old girl but that's the american dream cordell You'll be yeah. old like me and Balsack someday. You'll be like, I wish I could bang that 22-year-old son of a bitch. But, yeah, definitely a big O for me on this film. Fair and enough. I cannot wait for Halloween Kills. I am very upset that that movie had to get pushed back. Hmm. Would you guys uh, rather them go ahead and put it out and put it on, like uh, kind of like they did with The Invisible Man? Like, you know, here, here, give us 20 bucks and you can stream it. 
on Amazon Prime or whatever, or would you rather wait for the uh, theatrical experience? I would rather see it on the big screen, but I mean, if this if this Corona shit does not end in the next year, then stream it. They Disney did it for the new Mulan film, and they're going to do it with Wonder Woman. So I don't see yeah. why they can't do it with Halloween. It, I don't know if this would make sense or not, but you know, during October, have it streaming for like twenty bucks, which I'd be glad to pay twenty bucks to watch it, and then release it in the theaters next year. But I don't know who would go see it after it's already been released. So my plan might be kind of stupid. I don't know. Well, there would still be some, because there are still people going back to see shit in the theater that they had in the theater 20 years ago. Yeah, it's amazing that movies in the 80s would hang around for, you know, six to eight months. I mean, it happened, I think it even happened as recently as, like, Scream. You know, Scream well, came out and didn't do very, Alf built it up. Yeah, well, it's also a whole new world. They pump movies out, like, every other week, and yeah. back then it took years to make. Yeah, maybe not release it like nationwide, like put it on streaming in the next year, just release it in big cities, you know, because big cities, people, people will go see these kind of movies, but I don't know, I'm just, that's just me being kind of selfish, and I want to see it now. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows if we're going to be alive in a year. see that movie. Tomorrow is not guaranteed, and I would like to see it. (laughs) Who knows? But, oh yeah, that. You guys got anything else you want to share? I think we've shared enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank that sounds you guys. About right. for, I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. I really do hope. I do hope that this podcast takes off because I've got a lot of films that I want to cover. Um, no, thank couple. you, Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely do have a lot of horror movies I want to cover at some point. So. I think we were good good to call it quits. All right. Thanks, Cordell. Fuck you, right. Ballsack. Eat a dick. Oh. Fuck you both. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. No, oh, I don't threaten you with it. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a lonely heart.
hard like Pagliacci And lots of wavy hair like Liberace Mr. Sandman, someone to hold, someone to hold. Would be so peachy 